Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961-4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. It is a time for health and wellbeing, normally with Peter Mullen, but Peter is away on holidays today. Alyssa joining us. Good afternoon, Alyssa. Carly. Carly. Yes. Alyssa's your friend. Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, you've just come in straight away. We've got lots to talk about today. What's on the program? Today I'm talking about um, natural tips to improve um, sleep quality. Oh, I need some of that. I haven't slept in about two years, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Anything that we can do to improve our sleep is beneficial. Carly, it is all about sleeping today and we're looking at creating that healthy sleep routine how do we do it well a lot of um creating that healthy sleep hygiene or sleep routine is um going with consistency our body prefers to go to the bed um bed at the same time each night waking up at the same time each morning um and particularly the hours before 12 are the most healing and most um, restorative so trying to get bed as early as we can um around nine ten o'clock's ideal um creating that healthy routine is all about um reducing devices if we're having issues with being overstimulated yeah so avoiding phones ipads television sometimes and we can see how over the years this is part of our normal habit so this could be impacting our sleep quality so blame the devices correct <laughs> <laughs> now are you, do you have the phone like near the bed are you checking it before sleep time yourself well especially if i'm having times that i my sleep's a little bit disturbed um it's really important at least 30 minutes that i don't look at my phone ipads um just going back to the basics and Getting a, a, a book out and not having that light stimulation is really important. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to the heart of my problem already <laughs> because I'm always on it during the day anyway, looking for quote-unquote work things, sure. which just morphs into, oh, here's half an hour later, you're still on your phone or the iPad looking at stuff. Then it's sleep time and you find it very hard to no pun intended, disconnect a little uh, bit. Absolutely, and that just shows the pace of our lives these days. But um, there's actually um, uh, blue light admitting um, features on the new iPad, iPhones now, so you can actually reduce the, the exposure to the blue light, and that can also be helpful in creating that melatonin, that sleep hormone that we need to optimise so we can yeah get off to sleep and stay asleep. That's, that's the other part, isn't it? You wake up in the middle of the night, oh, I'm awake now. And that's a really good um, like sign that you're not creating melatonin at the, the right amount. Um, yeah, because that's actually the hormone that gets us to sleep and obviously keeps us asleep. So if we're out of a healthy sleep pattern and we've, you know, we're nine o'clock one night and then we're one in the morning the next night and we're, we've thrown our complete self out of kilter, how do we get back in it? Because if you make the decision that oh, I'm going to do nine o'clock every night, because that's what Carly's just told me to do, <laughs> how, how hard is it to get back into a rhythm? Yeah, it is really hard, especially um, in clinic where I'm seeing shift workers, like where it's really that, that consistency is not there. It can be a little bit harder. And there's a few things up um, like that we can do to, to maximise and support the body during um, through that. Peter's away just relaxing and rejuvenating. He is, he is. No, lucky me. What's, it, what's he up to? Uh, I think he's going fishing, actually, as per usual. His lovely fishing trip, annual fishing trip. Okay, a bit of a fisherman. There you go. The things you learn about people. That's correct. Hopefully you'll get some good photos of the, the ones that didn't get away. <laughs> That's it. Look, sleeping is what we're all about today. And there's a couple of things that can keep us up and awake and bug-eyed at the middle of the night. And one of those naughty naughties is caffeine. Correct. It is one of those naughty naughties. And more so because, um, just for instance, a cup of coffee 
um, has a half-life of six hours. So if you have a, have a cup of coffee in the morning, you've, in six hours' time, you've actually got half the amount of caffeine in your bloodstream from that, that, that cup of coffee. So it is a stimulant. It can increase our cortisol levels, and increasing cortisol levels um, interferes with our production of melatonin, that sleep hormone. So we sometimes we need to have a trial period of avoiding caffeine, especially if there's some chronic sleep issues. I think that's hilarious because every person I know that is a coffee person, they're just putting the hate on you right now. I know. It's not happening. I know. And sometimes it's a little bit of a working out when the best time of the day is to have that cup of coffee, but definitely no later than the 12 o'clock midday. But sometimes if we're actually getting that quality sleep and like yeah that more sleep during the night we tend to create more of that energy and we don't need to be picking up those stimulants to keep us going so it is one of the nasties what are some of the other things that we might be uh, eating or drinking that you can uh, tell us to stay away from well anything that's going to increase that cortisol which is that stress hormone because it's um the more cortisol that stress hormone we have in our body um we're not producing that melatonin so from a food point of view, high sugar diets, um, yeah, sugar just generally. Energy good. drinks, what about those? Uh, not, a, not a fan <laughs> whatsoever, I'm sorry. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> but that's okay, I'm not on those either. <laughs> um, the other thing too is we have to create that right atmosphere for sleep, don't we? We do. And, and apparently there is an exact, precise, perfect temperature for sleep. Well, the cooler the better. About 18.5 degrees is the optimal temperature. Um, for sleep, we actually have you ever noticed when you're in that hot sort of it's summer happening. period? It's no, not, not going to happen. All. It's so hard to get off to sleep. So um, yeah, putting a fan on if it's in that summer period or some aircon. Um, but actually, when our body temperature is warmer and the like, the environment's a bit cooler. That's the optimal um, environment. So a bath before bed with some Epsom salts, maybe some lavender oil, really relaxing for the body. Um, and our body temperature is warmer. So then when we're going to that cooler temperature in the environment, we're more likely to be able to drift off to sleep a bit easier. Bob, you've got a question about uh, sleep. Good morning, afternoon, Bob. Yeah, mate. Hey, Bob. I just had both knees done eight, eight weeks ago. Yep. And I can't get a decent night's sleep. I sleep for an hour and then I'm awake for a couple of hours and I get back to sleep. I just can't get into a rhythm. Are you are you in pain with your knees? Nah, oh, yeah, but not that much, you know. And are you taking any medications? Pardon? Are you taking any medications? No. No? No, that was a no, Bob, for medications? No medication, no. And when you got your um, your knees done, were you on medications at that point? Oh, yeah, they put you on medication for that, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes... Um, um, when, our, when we've been on medications, our liver can get a little bit overworked because we've been, um, yeah, on those medications. And um, the, when the liver's not working as well as it should, it can influence those um, ability to d- detox those stress hormones. And like I was saying, we really need to manage our stress, those reduce those cortisol levels. Um, and that could come back a lot to imp- improving that liver function. So is it easy to get off to sleep for you? And you're just waking up? Yeah, well, yeah, I go to bed about 10-ish, oh, yep. and uh, I go to sleep in front of the TV too, but, you know. Yeah, and that might be a really good place to start. As I was saying, 
um, getting away from those devices at least 30 minutes an hour before bed, um, turning lights off and just leaving lamps on. Um, having a bath with some Epsom salts in the in the bath um, because there are high dose of magnesium through that. Um, so really encouraging that really good sleep routine, that sleep habit, the hygiene um, might just allow your body to be really in that restful state to start to establish that that routine for you again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you very much for that, Bob. Hopefully we were able to help you out. I've got my own question for you, Carly. I, I, my whole life I was able to brag I was a fantastic sleeper. In yep. fact, if you put like, if you said lay on the floor over there, I could fall asleep even with this program happening. Sure. But, but for the last few months I have not been able to, not all the time, but sometimes get the brain to stop thinking. Yep. So like you'll be, I'll be laying in bed, tired, exhausted, the day's over, but my brain will not just, it just won't turn off. It just won't, it goes round and round and round and round. What's, what's going on there, do you think? So um, a lot of our sleep habits, especially not being able to go to sleep easy or we're, we're going to sleep easy but waking up during the night, is because our nervous system is a little bit under stress, a little bit overstimulated. This is what we think about if we have a really busy day that we're going to be exhausted in the night time and be able to switch off. But sometimes the busier we are in the day, our brain just can't slow down. So being a little bit more mindful in the daytime of managing stress, supporting your body with um, good nutrient-dense foods and sometimes supplements or herbs can really help with that. Um, but the other thing that I'm finding at the moment with those um, with clients that are having a really hard time to switch off is to do some sort of meditation. Now, there's an app on your phone you can get called Headspace. So this is 10 minutes, and I know I've said don't touch your phone before bed, but you can <laughs> but put, jump on your phone. <laughs> put your head phones in you don't need to look at the screen it's all the it's the the light that you're actually getting sensitive to headspace up 10 minutes before bed and it's 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 quietening your mind you 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 don't it's not allowing your brain to think about anything specifically um and the feedback i've had from this app is amazing so managing stress reducing cortisol levels so your body's able to produce that melatonin massive one um, magnesium, and we'll speak about magnesium in a second, is um, also really great in managing and reducing the the stress on the nervous system. But doing these sort of lifestyle meditation, quiet thinking, and using a gu- guided meditation like Headspace um, allows your body uh, and your mind to stop. Now, Carly, one of the big things about getting us to sleep right is what we're actually putting into our bodies, isn't it? Now, this is the big the big boogeyman that we, we've left till the end, haven't we? We have, yes. Mm. Okay, what are we doing wrong? So, as I mentioned before, we need to uh, reduce those foods that increase that cortisol because cortisol will inhibit the production of melatonin. So, um, having that low-sugar diet, reducing caffeine if you're having issues with um, your sleep quality. But the things that we can do to add into our diet is to make sure you have a protein-rich snack either with dinner um, or even before bed. Um, the protein will actually stabilise our blood sugars um, and yeah, it helps to increase that melatonin in production. So some Greek yogurt or some, some nuts, some almonds and cashews can be a really good snack pre-bed. That's not a bad idea. It's better than a chocolate bar or some ice cream. Absolutely. And we can see that with those chocolate bars or the ice cream, it's going to increase that cortisol. So we're wanting to low sugar 
snack. Greek so, yogurt, nuts. So I've got a few things to throw out of the fridge this afternoon <laughs> when I get home. Or Carly will know. You'll, you'll that's just know. correct. That. What about anything naturally that we can take as well? Supplements, perhaps? Yes, that, that that's also the really big part in establishing that routine. Um, I find a lot of clients are really low in mel- uh, magnesium, and magnesium is needed to create melatonin. So we lose a lot of magnesium because our lives are busy and stressed and constantly on the go. So optimising magnesium can be that key component of improving that sleep quality and allowing our bodies to create melatonin. So if our lifestyles are taking the magnesium out, yes. what are the best ways to put it back in? Well, there's a few ways. A supplement. Um, I'd only recommend a practitioner product because you know you're getting the quality and at that therapeutic dose rather than a little bit of fairy dust that's really not worth it. That's fair call. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so magnesium. You can also have the Epsom salts in the bath, so that's another way of getting magnesium. There's a lot of ways to get magnesium also. There's um, magnesium sprays magnesium oils um so again supporting our lifestyle increasing magnesium can be a really big part um herbal medicine also works amazingly um herbal medicine is really great in um, managing can help to manage stress and cortisol levels in the body so supporting our stress response is ultimately going to help our sleep quality and maybe do what peter's done so we'll have a nice relaxing holiday that's exactly right absolutely and really the other thing is that um uh, that's usually my first port of call with clients and if things are still not working um melatonin um can be a really good way of establishing that production um and and getting some sleep because obviously when we when we sleep we, we get a lot more out of life we feel like a human and it's really important for our long-term health if we're not sleeping it's it can affect our physical health but especially mental health got to feel like a human carly absolutely that's, that's what it's all about correct good afternoon rather to you sharon you've got a question about sleep for carly today good afternoon guys hey. um hi i have a husband that hits a pillow and he's out to it not a problem snores his head off for about two two and a half hours then he's up again and he'll just get up, go to the toilet, have a drink of water and go back to bed. But then again, another two or three hours, he's up again. Yes. Yeah, so so that'll go all, all night till the morning, but yet he's up at six o'clock every morning. And it can be really hard because it's um, that, that sleep quality isn't there. So you probably, he's probably not really getting into a really deep sleep if he's consistently waking up. Now, with sleep, there's always so many avenues of what might be going on. So I might just like go be basic with you and say, um, depending on stress levels during the day, as I'd mentioned, balancing and, and supporting that stress response, being busy on the go, um, that can be done by uh, reducing those high sugar foods, making sure at each of his meal he's having some sort of protein um, component because the protein helps to stabilize blood sugar levels Um, i would be taking a magnesium supplement Um, you're wanting to get a practitioner only supplement and the dosage between 400 to 800 milligrams a day is is therapeutic Um, herbal medicine also works great into establishing that better routine and again, those sleep sleep habits, the sleep hygiene, strictly no phones, iPads, telly, 30 minutes at least before bed. Um, turn, off lamp, uh, turn off the lights, put the lamps on, create that better environment. Um, but it is a really common thing I see in clinic. Um, so it's identifying what those causes could be um, and, and working on those. Um, but a good start would be taking some magnesium and um, and optimising that diet with the, the with the protein and reducing the sugar. 
Okay, so having fizzy drink or alcohol before bed is no-no? Absolutely. So again, with the sleep, um, we're wanting to optimise the, the liver function, like I previously mentioned with the last caller. So when our liver's not functioning as well as it should, um, it can be hard to get off to sleep or stay asleep. We can be waking up between 1 and 3 in the morning. Or we can wake up tired, feeling like we could always roll over and go back to sleep. So when we're seeing those signs, it can be an influence that the liver might not be working well. So absolutely avoiding alcohol if, if sleep is an issue. Um, eating cruciferous vegetables like broccolis, cabbage, cauliflower, um, lemons, grapefruits, things like that that actually help to increase the, the liver function. But if you're having problems with your sleep, you want to do anything you can to improve that quality because you get so much more out of life and it's a massive, it can impact our health dramatically in, in a negative way if we're not sleeping properly. Some lots of good information there for Sharon and the rest of us as well. Carly, we've got some events coming up you need to tell us about very quickly. We do. So uh, the 1st of May, we have a fermenting demonstration. Um, Kate Williams, a naturopath at Mullen Health, um, will be doing this one. Um, so learning to ferment. So um, plenty of seats available with that one. Um, on the 4th of May, I'm doing my Secret Mother's Business Talk again. So this is health tips for kids, um, uh, more food base and um, t- lunchbox ideas. Again, plenty of seats are available there. Um, the 9th of May, we have a natural remedies um, and immunity for the flu. So really great this time of year to arm ourselves with how we can um, increase our immunity before the winter um, period starts. Wow, some lots of great information at those sessions. And, of course, uh, we won't be here next week being Anzac Day, but Peter will be back on the 2nd of May talking about the flu, Carly. That's it. So five ways to ward off the winter flu. So make sure you... um yeah, tune in to listen to that one. It'll be very good. Thanks for your input today. You're I th- welcome. I think my sleep has been solved. I might, I'll call you up at three in the morning if it doesn't work, though. <laughs> Thanks, Carly McKean, filling in for Peter Mullen. He's back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.